Welcome to the World of Comcast podcast. We are at the news desk. I am Eric Schmitz. I'm Jonathan Sleep. And I'm Donald Wine. And it's October. And you know what that means. CONCACAF Nations League is back. So we got a preview. Wait, Jonathan. I, I actually I do I do have a question. Like, what's Nations League? <laughs> oh, oh, I got this. Can I can I answer this? <laughs> yo, Please, yo soy. <laughs> Me. Yo, can I, can I, I just can I, get, I just can thought I was here to I just that? thought I was here to hang out. Um Nations sure. League what? never left us. Don't act like don't do like it's back. It didn't leave our lives. We've been Long we've name. been on this the whole time. The international window is back. Home is where the Nations League is. Yeah. For El Liga de Naciones. De Naciones. How many um, times have we broken yeah. down scenarios in the last month? Like uh, a lot. Times a day sometimes. Like Yeah. Yeah, this is it's a daily discussion and right now as we record, we don't have a lot of clarity. And a week from now, we should have a lot of clarity. So let's we, kind of we better we yeah. better have a lot of clarity yeah. a week from now. Yeah, <laughs> pending extreme circumstances, <laughs> which it would be very Concacaf. We should know what the hell's going on. Um, but yeah, let's run through the leagues, give you a preview of what to look for here in this October window. Um, again, because of the dumb new format, some leagues still have a lot to play. Some leagues don't. So. We're going to break that all down for you. First off, we're going to start with League C. Uh, this one, they still have group stage matches in the November window, so we're not nearly done with that yet. Jonathan, do you want to just run through the standings quick, give everyone like who's where and how many points they're on? Yeah, so um, Group A, St. Martin uh, is first place on six points, and I'm going to differentiate here for all these. They've played two games, so they have one left. Uh, Bonaire is in second uh, with zero points, and Anguilla is in third with zero points. Anguilla is behind on goal difference. In Group B, uh, we have Aruba in first place with three points, having played one game, along with second place U.S. Virgin Islands, have one point having played one game. And then the Cayman Islands are third uh, on one point having played two games. In Group C, Dominica's top of the group on three points ahead on goal difference uh, to the British Virgin Islands, who was also on three points, uh, leaving Turks and Caicos, who've played two games on zero points. Uh, and then the one thing I'm going to also hit on is because for nation for this group, the best second place team is going to go through. And so the British Virgin Islands from group C uh, tops that above the U S Virgin Islands and Bonaire. Yeah. Because of that second place thing, still a lot up in the air uh, with league C again, four teams are going up to league B. We won't know anything till November, but just we'll do our quick sips, little news notes uh, for league C. The only thing I'm going to hit is Anguilla our boys. They are looking for talent. Uh, if you have Anguilla and Heritage, email scouting-afa at outlook.com. They are looking for people. They put it out on Twitter. There's a nice infographic and stuff like that. If you got grandparents, you got grandparents, hit them up. You could go get capped. Hey, who's Anguilla? Who, I, I, Anguilla. First of all, Anguilla. Uh, if you DM us at Podcast, if you have one of them like little coupons that gives you heritage, <laughs> send it to us because then we can apply. But I can't apply if I don't have the heritage. Apparently, you just gotta let us. Know. I 
I just was going to critique them for the usage of the Outlook.com domain. Like, at least use Gmail, baby. I'm like, well, it's way better. I do have to, you know, bring it down a notch. Uh, they did say players should be aged between 15 and 35 years of age and playing regular competitive football uh, and should meet the requirements for heritage. So I um, play hey, beggars can't be choosers, okay? <laughs> I'm not. Jonathan, I'm not. I've I'm not in that I've played in that league. It is not regular competitive football. It is. Not. It is competitive and it, it is, is regular. Competitive it, it is, is not regular. Relative. It is, it not is regular. regular. Um, and it is competitive. You can't be looking for talent then saying putting all these restrictions. Got to have heritage. Got to be like a young motherfucker. You get, yeah, you gotta have. Take it. When did Eric become? When did Eric become the no fun police? Listen, take it up with Angwell. You can shoot him an email and see what they say. Go ahead, um, and I encourage everyone. I might actually do it. Yeah, do it. I'll even train for it. I think we could craft, and this might be a one more round topic. And sorry to derail. I think we could craft a fake player to get the Anguillan Federation excited. Why would we want to do that to Anguilla? We are trying to help them, not distract them. They need all the focus they can possibly get. This this episode's going off the rails already. All right, Don. All right, I, I, I apologize. I've got, I got Nations League fever. So. <laughs> yes, yes, we are sick in many ways. Uh, <laughs> League C, Donald, games to watch. What, you got any games to watch? Yeah, it's St. Martin versus Anguilla. Anguilla apparently is looking for talent, but they better get it by <laughs> October 16th because they're playing St. Martin. Uh, the thing about it, first of all, this game is going to be played in St. Kitts and Nevis. It's a neutral site game. But also, like, you just went through the, you know, the standings and said, oh, all these teams are in and might be, you know, getting down to November. Well, you know what? St. Martin can get the game locked up pretty quickly if they win this game. It, it all but assures them that they will lock a promotion either again in first place or second or the, you know, the top second place team in their group. They're already sitting on six points. So this is a big one for them. And honestly, for them to get out of the group and and win and get and get promoted would be awesome for them. All right. I'm going to shut up. Donald, let's go to league B. Give, give people standings. I'm going to go sit in the corner. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> let's start with group A. We have St. Lucia who have six points. They're tied atop group A with Guadalupe. St. Kitts and Nevis and St. Martin, the Dutch side, are both sitting on zero points. Group B, we have Nicaragua, six points. They're leading the group. Ahead of the Dominican Republic, sitting in second with three points. Also with three points, our boys Montserrat, the Emeralds. Uh, and then Barbados, lagging behind. They're in fourth place in Group B. They have yet to register a point. Group C, Vinci Heat. You know what time it is, baby. They're up. They're in first place, six points. Belize second with three points. Bermuda and French Guiana are sitting at third and fourth with one point. And then you have Group D, Puerto Rico. They're sitting atop with Guyana, both of them sitting on six points. Bahamas and my Benna boys, the Antigua and Barbuda, they are both sitting with zero points. They need to catch up in Group D. All right, Jonathan, quick sips. Anything to note uh, out of League B heading into this October window? So, yeah, the big thing for St. Lucia, so Dominic Polion, who scored a hat trick back in September against St. Martin, uh, he's not in the squad, been dealing with some injuries recently at Ebb's Fleet. Uh, so it's going to be a big hit for St. Lucia uh, to be without him for this game. All right. Uh, some games to watch. For me, uh, 
the first big one on October 13th, Montserrat is hosting Nicaragua in Barbados. Uh, as we know, back in September, Montserrat had their home game relocate. They, they basically swapped out the home and the away games uh, last month because they had issues getting people to the island. Uh, those issues still remain. So Montserrat, unfortunately, uh, the Emerald Boys are going to have to play Nicaragua at Wildy Turf. It's a neutral site home game. But if you do make it out to Wildy Turf, there is a double header that day. So you can go to one stadium and see two Nations League games because Barbados has their game there that night as well. Afterwards, uh, a double dose of Nations League. What could possibly be better? We have to book a flight to Barbados. Uh, and then the other games to watch, Puerto Rico and Guyana, both teams on six points in Group D. Uh, they are playing each other home and away uh, this window. So two games, Puerto Rico versus Guyana. Um, that's really where you can get some separation. One of them could potentially be clinching promotion uh, in this window. All right. So that is League B in League A. Let's go to the standings. See, now remember, League A, this is the one that wraps up this window. League C and League B, they got regular scheduled games in November. League A, the top two teams after the four games, the conclusion of this window, will go to the quarterfinals and play for a spot in not only the Copa America, but also the vaunted CONCACAF Nations League Finals, which will be taking place in March. Uh, so remember, when I go through these groups, the top two teams will qualify for the quarterfinals. The bottom two teams will be relegated to League B for the next Nations League. So let's go to Group A first. Sitting in first place, the surprise first place team, the Soka Warriors of Trinidad and Tobago on six points. In second place, Panama, four points. Uh, third place, Guatemala at also at four points, but one goal behind Panama and goal difference. In fourth place, Martinique with three points. And then in the relegation zone, we've got Curacao in fifth with zero points and a minus two goal difference. And in sixth place, we have La Selecta of El Salvador, zero points, minus three goal difference. In Group B, we've got the Reggae Boys up top uh, on four points with uh, plus one goal difference and three goals scored, which gives them a slight edge over second place Cuba, who is also on four points and a plus one goal difference, but they have only scored one goal. In third place, we've got Honduras on three points. In fourth place, we've got Haiti on two points. And in the relegation zone in Group B, we've got Suriname with one point and a minus one goal difference. And in sixth place, uh, Grenada with one point and a minus four goal difference. Now, this is the important league, so we want to go around and hit the important notes. Jonathan, uh, what are you give me with a couple quick sips? So I'm going to hit you with a couple of them. So big thing for Jamaica. So Dwan Whisper Richards, who's a, a young youth international at Phoenix Academy, he's actually heading to Chelsea uh, next month when he turns 18. Uh, but he has been added as a late addition. Um, some additional news around the reggae boys is um, so they have Grenada and Haiti this window, uh, but it's confirmed Mikel Antonio is only going to play that game against Haiti. Um, and then last, uh, just kind of 
looking toward the future, um, there was uh, Hal Grimson, the Jamaica manager, was asked about Mason Greenwood um, and left the door open. But of course, that's something we'll if it becomes an actual real thing, we'll dive into. Um, but that's the big things for the for the reggae boys on the Panama side. Um, so the Estadio Romel Fernandez has been closed for renovations. Uh, they've been working on that stadium. Uh, but when they play Guatemala uh, this month, they're opening it up at reduced capacity. So there will be fans there, but it's only going to be um, about 17,500 uh, there. And we've seen how good uh, or, and what a difference the crowd in Panama can make at, at the uh, Estadio Romel Fernandez. Uh, and so we'll see how much of an impact, you know, even a half full crowd is um, as Panama looks to wrap up there uh, and solidify their position as one of the teams advancing to the quarterfinals. All right, Donald, what do you got? Yeah. So let's go to El Salvador. It's their first one. Uh, I'll say, you know, first Hugo Perez out in Ruben de la Berea. So it's his first match in charge of El Salvador. But he's going to be without a couple of guys. Chico Oriana and Amando Moreno are not playing due to injury. So El Salvador, again, they have a lot to catch up on. They need to really, you know, they have to win twice and hope for some help. And not having those two are in the lineup are really going to hurt them. The other team that's going to be uh, without a big guy is Cuba. Onel, uh, Han- Onel Hernandez, uh, excuse me, declined to call up due to injury. He's not 100%. He's not ready to go. That is going to be important. Cuba, as you mentioned, sits in what second place, third place, second, uh, place. second place, and will need some points to stay in that top two uh, to get to the next round. All right. Uh, and then for me, uh, going to Honduras, I don't know if you guys saw any of this. Uh, mass hysteria in Honduras. Uh, David Ruiz, uh, who plays for Inter Miami, he is a U.S. dual national with Honduras. Uh, he got his first cap back in September. Um, he didn't show up for camp. And all of a sudden, all of the newspapers in Honduras were under the impression that the U.S. was courting him to try to get him to switch back. And, of course, since he has an official cap, like, he would eventually have to – He'd be before he's 21 years old, he's got an official appearance, but he could switch back but he wouldn't be able to be eligible for three years. So it doesn't make a lot of sense that he'd be like, oh yeah, I changed my mind a month later. Um, but yeah, the inner Miami player, he doesn't show up. Everyone's like, oh, the U S is trying to steal him. Apparently his agent came out and said, he, he's just sick. He's not going to make it. But like he missed his, fl- his flight, his first flight. They tried to give him a second flight, still didn't show up. And it's like, nah, he ain't coming. He's just sick. He ain't, he ain't bailing on you guys yet. But like uh, uh, Diaz, the big sports paper in Honduras, had like four articles today just about this guy not showing up to camp. It's just a big youth deal. player for Inter Miami. Yeah, I mean, they need everyone they can get. And then going to Curacao, uh, there's talk about Dick Advocat coming out of retirement to take over the national team there. He has declined to do it. So Dean Gore is still the interim manager with Curacao. Uh, they are going to be missing Leandro Bacuna, who's out uh, with a two-match ban after the red card he got against Martinique in that whole fracas. Um, 
He, amongst other players, for various reasons, will not be suiting up for Curacao, who is in dire need of some results to avoid relegation to League B for the next Nations League. Um, Donald, give us some games to watch in this October window. All of them. Duh, we're <laughs> trying to figure out where we're trying to go next month. So it's yes. all of them. But if you had to pick a couple, there are a couple games that are very important. The first one coming on the 13th, Trinidad and Tobago versus Guatemala. It's going to be taking place at Hazley Crawford Stadium in Port of Spain. Trinidad and Tobago will qualify with a win or a draw and a Panama loss. So if they beat Guatemala and Panama loses, they will make it to the quarterfinals of the Nations League. So a big deal I for do, them. I do want to clarify that it... It's Trinidad will qualify with the quarterfinals with a win or a draw on Panama loss. Got so it. if they so win, win, they're through. Draw and Panama lose, they're also through. All so, right. Yeah. And also shout out D Vibes section. Uh, you know, follow <laughs> them on Twitter. Like they got their own thing popping down there. It's gonna be packed, it's gonna be rowdy. Trinidad, Soka Warriors are excited about it. They they're in a great spot to go through. Look, considering they were supposed to be in League B and they got, you know, a week before the Gold Cup got put into the Gold Cup and now are on the verge of potentially going to the quarterfinals. This is a really big deal for them. It's been a very successful last few months for them. And the next game uh, is on the 12th, Suriname versus Haiti. This is going to be in Paramaribo in Suriname. A Haiti win means they're still alive for the quarterfinals. And they avoid relegation before meeting Jamaica in the final match, which, of course, is going to be important. As you mentioned, you know, Mikel Antonio is going to be playing against Haiti. So this is it, there's a lot of games that that like one, you know, may make the difference in, in their at a particular team. But when it comes to the top two and the bottom two, everyone is in play for just about everything. It's like it, it's that's what makes this you know, month so special, especially in League A, is that there's so many games that you need to watch because one game can determine what happens in the scenarios down the line for someone else. And especially for League A, when you only have two matches left, it is going to be a massively ridiculous week. Yeah. Curacao ain't dead yet, baby. Curacao ain't dead yet. But also, the Swiss-style format, still really dumb. Like, <laughs> it's special. So much is in the air. But there's no way... This is it, like a fair competitive way to do this. Uh, it's CONCACAF. It is CONCACAF. But the fact they're doing a group stage where you don't even play your whole group, like it's not even like when they do the qualifying, it's like, all right, well, you'll either play them home or away, but you're going to play everybody. Nah, some teams, they got no choice. It's just where you got drawn. Um, but yeah, a lot up in the air. It's going to be an exciting weekend of soccer. Uh, obviously a lot in play four spots in the CONCACAF Nations League quarterfinals up for grabs where those teams will face Mexico, the United States, Canada, and Costa Rica in November home and away. We are eagerly anticipating to find out where the United States will be playing and who they will be hosting in Austin next month. I am looking forward to it. Um, do you, I mean, look, do you know how excited I mean, they're just passing the time this month by playing Germany and Ghana. And so is Mexico. They are so mm. bored trying to figure out where they're going for Nation League. They're just like, yeah, Germany, Ghana, just come on over. And I guess we'll we'll play a little bit while, you know, while we wait on these guys to sort everything out. So Nations League, tune in. It's going to be a fun week for everybody. Yeah, for sure. Um, before we sign off, 
just throw it out there. We know who's realistic for who the U.S. might face in the quarterfinals. What one are you kind of hoping for? I'll, I'll let Jonathan go first here. So I, for the U.S., so I've not been to as many of the CONCACAF nations as you all. Um, but looking, I've, I've been doing some flight, some flight uh, look at uh, your research. I mean, I would love to go to Panama. Um, it's actually a pretty, pretty simple, pretty quick flight. Um, so I think that may be the one that I'm looking at as far as like, because we're going to be booking these flights on such a short time frame that I'm, I'm, I'm looking a little bit more of, um, ease of arrival. Um, but then also holding out hope that maybe Jamaica gets bumped down. Um, and, uh, you know, I wouldn't, uh, mine a, a November trip to Jamrock. Donald, what are you, who are you hoping for? I think for me, Martinique, only because I've never been there. Um, Guatemala, mm-hmm. I've never been to as well. And I think the other, the only team left after that, that it, uh, the country I've visited is Suriname. Um, I, I Suriname is going to be very hard to pull off, but I'm willing to do it because I've never missed a Nations League game and I don't plan on starting now. But I do think Martinique Island, talking about islands here, we love islands. In the middle mm-hmm. of November, it's going to be perfect. So just put me there. And honestly, you know what? I'll go back to Jamaica. I'll go back to Panama. I don't really care. Uh, <laughs> just give me an island, baby. That's what I want. Yeah. I mean, twist my arm. I'll go to Jamaica in November. Yeah. You know, done it. Done it before. Uh, for me, I think Martinique is kind of like the dream, like unique. This is only going to happen in Nations League potential destination. Uh, of the potential teams at the top right now, I'm leaning towards Trinidad. Uh, I've been to Panama, been to Jamaica. Great. Uh, Honduras I've been to. That's there. They got a good shot in group B to get into that spot. But Trinidad, we haven't been back since what was six years ago. Um, six years I ago think today. Six, as we're recording six years ago today, an epic night of Conca Caffery. Um, one that will probably never be matched again. Um yeah, to go back to Trinidad, Tobago, to exercise those demons on site, you know, put it to bed, bury it, and um, go talk shit to Jack Warner, you know. It, it'd be good. But check another one off my list. Jack Warner sucks. As as we we are uh, well aware. Um, so, yeah, we will wrap it up. We're going to have as much coverage as we possibly can on the social medias. Make sure you're following us at podcacaf if you happen to be coming to nashville for the usa ghana match uh we'll all be there so make sure you let us know and say hi and be sure to follow us on and subscribe on patreon our patreon patreon.com slash podcacaf uh we'll be posting our one more round episode there after that we will record after we're done here uh but we really appreciate your support we need your support uh, hosting podcasts on the internet is not free, and we do this for y'all because we love to talk about CONCACAF and content. We provide content for you. Uh, we love down, this stuff. Down, love where, this stuff. Where can they find you? At BlazingDW on Twitter. Um, we still call it Twitter over here. Yes. And uh, StarsAndStripesFC.com. Jonathan? Yeah, you can find me uh, over on, 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 on the tweets. Uh, at J Slate SSP 
on Blue Sky at Jay Sleep. Um, and then also, uh, you know, at Broadway Sports Media. I'm also on Blue Sky and Threads, but n- no one else is other than Sleep. So, see, I, I prefer to pronounce it Blueski. Blueski would. Blueski would. Yeah. You know, it's more of a Polish heritage thing. I'm not Polish. I'm just <laughs> saying it. it sounds like a, something a Polish thing. Whatever. All right. Enjoy the Nations League. We love you, Cockacaf. Thank you.